Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hey, this is Emily. And this is Sandra. And I'm Jess, and you're listening to Town Meeting, a Gilmore Girls rewatch podcast. Welcome to what is probably a very controversial episode. Yeah. There's yeah. going to be a lot of opinions. Guys, I love this episode, and I know people hate this episode, so I'm, I'm excited to talk about it. I love this episode. Like I hate I hate parts of it, but I love parts of it. <laughs> Let's go with that. Who's doing the summary today? It's me. Ooh. And I'm gonna lift the curtain for a moment. I definitely forgot it was me until right before <laughs> we started recording. So we'll see how I do. I have you faith got this. in you. Thank you. All right. Whenever you wanna count me in, I'll go. This episode is Lorelai's graduation day, and here's the summary. Go! Lorelai and Rory still can't eat it loose. Lane is secretly drumming. Lorelai is graduating from business school. Dean shoots skeet. Rory invites her grandparents against her mom's wishes. Rory ditches school to go to New York and sees Jess. Emily brings the camera crew to the graduation. Rory's bus is delayed and she misses the graduation. Lorelai asks if Jess is... Lorelai asks if Rory is falling for Jess, and Rory apologizes for five minutes straight. I mean, I mean, yeah. that's way more. You still have five <laughs> seconds left. Yeah. Okay. I even stumbled a few times, but it's like to be fair with how like how much it feels like happened in this episode. It's not really like a whole lot of little things. It's like a couple of big things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could have included Jackson bought a suit. You should have, actually. Um, I'm going to give you a point for not saying Yeah, you know what? You didn't mention Uh, any of Jackson's wardrobe, and he had some fits in this episode. He did. Also, Lorelai and Luke bump into each other very briefly, and it's like so much other stuff happens in this episode that you kind of blink and miss it. I feel like the biggest thing is Lorelai's graduation and and Emily shows up. And Rory missed it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I feel like anything else is just fodder. No point. No, I'm yeah, I think you no succeed. Point. Yeah. Okay. You're good. <laughs> um. Yay. <laughs> Woohoo. So, moving on to the episode discussion. La 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 we start with the the girls are still at odds or rather Lorelai is still yes. at odds with Luke and yes. they're not at the diner the hungry diner this time this time they're walking to a new place a new place 
a surprise quotes. mystery. Mm-hmm. And it's funny that, I mean, once we eventually get there and surprise, it's Suki's house. Like, come on, Rory. Can't yeah, you right. Put two and two together. <laughs> like, um, I feel like she should have put two and two together the second they turned onto the street. Right. Yeah. Well, we have a little Lane cameo for like five seconds. She's continuing mm-hmm. her drumming story. I love that she's a drummer now. On their pots um, and pans. Yeah, but like, I feel like Lane is a drummer. So, like, it's so nice to finally like, have that. We're getting into, like, Lane. Right? Yeah. And I Some, love a it. A little bit of justice for Lane. Yes. Um, but yes, they go to Suki's, and Jackson's still asleep. I love Jackson in this scene. Honestly, I... love I... Jackson in this episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this, like, half-man, half-sleeping uh... troll, like, I relate to that so hard. Not <laughs> myself, too. but my partner that is, like absolutely how he is in the morning (laughs) it's fantastic and i i love that everything with jackson registers like three or four days three days later yeah we said we would keep an eye out yeah like i'd get if it was a couple hours but i love that it's days uh we said we'd keep an eye out if you would still be wearing the pjs Mm -hmm. he is yeah fantastic yep um, we love a what do you guys think about consistent. that what do you guys think about aspirin instead of almond joys uh not almond joys almond whatever they're called what are they called oh jordan, jordan almonds. almonds jordan almonds that's what they're called well i think i think i was like a little bit too young where i didn't get very many jordan almonds at weddings it was absolutely the thing in the 90s mm-hmm. like Jordan mm-hmm. almonds and weddings and those butter mints, like the mints that like melt yeah. in your mouth. Yeah. Those mm-hmm. were classic 90s wedding fare. So I understand trying to do something different, but I also think that giving people medication as a um, party favor on their plates at dinner when they're expecting almonds is maybe asking for disaster. <laughs> yeah, honestly. And you know, little kids, they think everything's candy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like when some of my friends got married, she did aspirin as like bridesmaids' wedding favors, along with like a cup. Yeah, and like it was bridesmaids, not like yeah, welcome contained. to the wedding. Everybody get plastered. Here's your aspirin, <laughs> so you'll feel well, better. Well, and tomorrow. people do that now, where they do like the you know like hangover gift bags for their guests, yeah. and it's specifically mm. got aspirin and whatever mm-hmm. in it. Those little like liquid IV packets. Um, not not on a plate. <laughs> no. No. Like, I'm going to um, an all-inclusive for my bachelorette party for my best friend. So and <laughs> we're bringing so much medicine with us. We're like, we need to bring stomach stuff. We have to bring aspirin. We have to bring this <laughs> and that. And I'm like, if we were like 10 years younger, we wouldn't think about any of this stuff. No, you don't but, need like, yeah. any of that stuff. <laughs> you just need to start drinking the second you wake up and then you'll never feel yeah, bad until you and try you'll to be go fine. home. <laughs> Speaking of eating a lot of good food, this is a really, like, generous thing of Suki to do. Like, now that I'm an adult and I pay for my own groceries, to make somebody a breakfast of this level, that's a lot of your food. I'm constantly on the fact that, like, Suki is a chef professionally, so this is what she does for hours at a time. But now she also has to do it when she's not working. I just feel bad. I mean, she seems to love it. I have to say, I think it's 
slightly unrealistic that Suki, like, it's fantastic to love your job. And it's a really great thing to love what you do this much. But I have a feeling, like, I, I love my job. I don't mm-hmm. go home and just do what I do all of the time. Like, I need downtime. So it kind of feels a little unrealistic that Suki would want to cook for them all the time just because. Just because. Well, she's the cooking lady. Like, that's that's her personality. But I, I get it, but it's also her job. There's, right. There is a such thing as too much. It's like, I used to love the movies, but then I started working at the movies when I was younger, and then I never went. Yeah. <laughs> like, I would get free tickets, and I just never went. Because I didn't want to be there. Like Right. And all of this stems is just because Lorelai does want to go to Luke's, right? Yeah. Which, like, I have to say, like, kind of blows my mind, because we see in help wanted like Lorelai is all gung-ho to go to Luke's she's like no it'll be fine it'll be great and they get there and there's a gone fishing sign Mm -hmm. it's like is that gone fishing sign supposed to be like the no you effed up and like it finally clicks in her head like how bad she messed up with Luke because now she's afraid to go I don't know I just I feel like Lorelai it's she's at the point where she's like oh Laurel Luke would have forgiven me Usually, by now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And well, in last hasn't. episode, we know that, like, Luke and Rory are good. Right. Yeah. So this is purely Lorelai's doing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And I but don't blame him. I don't either. No. Nope. It was not a great last <laughs> last time they saw each other. But um, the next scene, we get to kind of the point of the episode. Mm-hmm. Lorelai is cramming for her finals because she is going to finally graduate from business school, which Yay. she has been going to for three years. Yeah. Um, we have one of my favorite lines of where she's like, after all this time of three years of, of going to school, I know one thing. I despise academics. <laughs> <laughs> I think it takes a very specific type of person to be able to go through any kind of higher education and not come out with at least a little bit of that viewpoint to not yeah. be at least a little bit jaded by the end i mean rory hits it on the, the head right like she's a minor she has to go to school i think it's so cool when adults go back to school and they're like 30s yeah. i mean like i think rory loves school and i think even Obviously, we don't see her do that, but I would not have been surprised if she had continued some kind of higher education mm-hmm. post Yale. Um, Realistically, I, she should have. Yeah, I technically went to a a boot camp school in my late late twenties, like twenty eight, twenty nine, and I have a bunch of, like a like fresh post high school kids in there. I was like, it's fine. <laughs> I'm like the fifth oldest person in here. It's great. My mom went back to school in her fifties. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. And she was the best student there. They gr- they graded on a curve, and she always set the curve. So Ooh, all the kids were always her. asking her. Actually, they were always asking her for <laughs> tutoring. That's awesome. Did she yeah. charge? She totally should have charged. She did not charge. She did not charge. <sighs> Your mom's too sweet. Yeah. <laughs> but I I definitely sympathize with Lorelai. Like by the time that I was done with college, I was like cool had a great time <laughs> learned a lot not coming back Done. yeah <laughs> well she's finishing school right these are her finals and rory starts to connect the dots wait you're graduating 
graduation means ceremony. Ceremony, yeah. <laughs> Which means you have to do it. Like, I think Lorelai wanted to do it. She knows all the details of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Like, she was just waiting for Rory to be like, so when's the ceremony? Well, I think it's so, too. Up, she didn't yeah. get to do high school graduation. No. Like, she's never had this experience. And I think, I don't know about you guys, but I definitely have, you know, like, elementary school graduation and whatever. Nothing is quite nope. the same as, like, high school or college. Those feel like mm-hmm. really big landmarks. Yeah. I still remember my high school graduation was packed to the brim. Like, it was mm-hmm. crazy how many people were there. Even a couple celebrities were there because a Ooh. couple of my friends had uh, celebrities who were family members. It was really cool. Yeah, and okay, sure, I'll do it. Like, Lorelai is like for it. She's excited. Yeah. There are you pictures want there? of me. Oh my gosh. If you guys have photos from your graduations, maybe we could do a social post with pictures. It depends on, like, maybe college or whatever, but I just know that I have a picture of me from my graduation. Um, and I have the biggest, dumbest smile on because both of those, like, Preparing for them, I was like, ugh, graduation, whatever. But then I got there, and I was in it, and it was like this culmination, and it just felt so big and exciting, and there's these great, like, semi-candid photos where I'm just absolutely cheesing. So I don't have the traditional um, with mother-father picture, which is really weird, because they were there. Um, yeah, I don't think I do either, or if I, I do, think- it's not mine. I think the only pictures I have for my graduation high school would be on my Facebook. I'd have to hunt them down. Yeah, that was before, like, phones were really happening at the time. Yeah. So we didn't really have a camera with us at all times. But I'm sure it's on some camera or some photo album somewhere. I specifically remember um, one of my aunts told me, like, at my open house afterwards, that we descended from Vikings. I still have no idea if this is accurate or not. But so I had like this foam purple crown that I was wearing and I wrote Viking princess on it. And that was my crown for the day. (laughs) I will find the picture. I had this phenomenal summer dress. It was so cute. I wish I still fit in it. I'll find the picture though. Oh, I remember I wore a summer dress too. And like, I looked so pretty. Like we were all so pretty that day. And then we went home. And, like, had a party, and then by the end of it, you just look like a mess. But it was a lot of fun. (laughs) And what's the guest list going to be? Just Rory is enough for Lorelai. But, you know, Suki and Jackson can come, too. That's really cute. Grandparents? Oh, no. No, no. Definitely not. No. Lorelai is convinced that having them there will hurt them because it'll remind them that she didn't graduate. And it'll also hurt her. Um... This is really sad. This is really sad. It's a lot of, I think, Lorelai projection, because Mm -hmm. as we'll see later in the episode, things certainly go differently. Mm -hmm. Um, But this is, like, very classic Lorelai of, like, I need to keep them at arm's length because they could hurt me by not having the reaction I want. If we back up to, I'd say, the end of last season, so actually probably fairly close to exactly a year ago, Lorelai had fantastic news. She went and gets engaged, mm-hmm. and she took it to her mom, and in Lorelai's viewpoint, her mom ruined it. Mm-hmm. And that just seems to be a long line of, I have exciting news, and her mom just ruins it. So I can 
I can understand where she's coming from of like being afraid to share that news with her. But at this point, like it's graduation. Come on. I think at this point, this is the second week in a row that we have an episode where Lorelai lies to Emily. Right. Or like omits something or Mm -hmm. like just doesn't want to tell her. And it's like, at this point, Lorelai, you might be the problem here. That being said, her parents have been toxic to her her whole life. So it's not an easy switch. Yeah. I'd, I'd say there's problems on both sides. Yeah. And there is some truth to it. She thinks that her parents are not proud of her and that they, they're disappointed in her life. Think about like when Richard came to Stars Hollow. He was immediately mm-hmm. attacking her business yeah. the entire it's time. And, well, Emily's Emily, so, like, she's always critical. Yeah. Like, I get why Lorelai feels that they would ruin her graduation. I fully understand it. Um, It's just sad. Yeah. We cut to the girls. um, They're walking with Dean through Stars Hollow. Yeah, Dean's got, like, a minute and a half of this episode. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to go out and say it. This is the hottest I've seen Dean in a long time. I was like, whoa, Dean. This is, and it's probably because there's such a minimal and he's like such a filler kind of part of the episode. Yes. I would say this is a good Dean episode. (laughs) Because he's in there for 65 seconds. But we do establish that Dean knows how to handle a gun. Um, What I love is that Rory does not understand skeet shooting, right, at all. Neither of them do. Neither of them do. But Rory specifically, because Rory is going to see it. In a couple seasons. Well, it's not really skate shooting. It's like shooting people, but like with clay stuff. It's during the life and death brigade. I was say, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like that was stranger. <laughs> yeah. I feel like skeet shooting is like common enough, especially yeah. you know, amongst wealthy people on the East Coast. I mean I never done it, but Skeet shooting just feels like a rich person thing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, but I'm I mean, from the, the circles Midwest. that Roy runs in. The only guns we use are at the shooting range that are about every mile and a half. But yeah, so Dean is randomly here, randomly talking about skeet shooting, and the girls are just... Bombarding him with just silly questions. It's just reestablishing, hey, they're still together, and also... This is the most engaged we've seen Rory with Dean in, like... In a while. It's because it's something episodes. she doesn't understand. But yep. also... Jess is not here, right? Mm-hmm. She no longer has that distra- distraction, right? I would yeah. say in her mind, it's it's not even that. I guess I would say that it's because Jess is gone. So in her mind, she is fully committed to, to Dean. Dean is the boyfriend. Dean is the person in that. So she she's fully committed to him. Brought another episode and a half. Um, <laughs> <laughs> actually, brought another, like brought another 30 minutes. minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, what's funny is that Lorelai just dismisses them because she has to go to the doses and she goes, go and be in love. Go and yep. be in love. Like, it's so... I don't know. She's just so happy that just Dean and like Rory are, are happy again. Uh, well, Lorelai goes into doses to do some groceries and who does she run into but the one person... I'm not even going to say the one person she doesn't want to run into because I think she does. It's the one person Luke definitely does not want to run into is Lorelai. I'd say it's the yeah. one person in town Lorelai will have an awkward conversation with. Oh, definitely. Because it is. 
But I mean, like I said earlier, it's such a blink and you'll miss it. Like, essentially, they bump into each other. She tries to kind of start the conversation. He dismisses her and it's over. Both Dean and Luke in this episode are like, there and gone. Hey, remember them? Goodbye. Like, it almost feels just like a contract filling thing. Yeah, it might be. Um, But also, it kind of like, there are other men in Mm -hmm. both of their lives. Right, both of the Gilmore Girls' lives that also take some time of their day. But, like, you would think that your boyfriend would take the most. (laughs) No. No, no. no. You'd hope. No, no. No, no. Well, our next scene, we go to the Gilmore residence. And, guys, this outfit that Emily's wearing is what reminds me of Gilmore Girls. Because I don't know if you guys ever had the DVDs, but she wore this outfit for most of them. Oh. So most of the DVDs um, like had little pamphlets or mm-hmm. even pictures on the DVDs themselves. And she was always wearing this pink and blue uh, wow. It's a great look. And it's- I had all of the, like, I had the complete set at one point. I'm surprised I didn't, I don't remember yeah. that. Yeah. I just, I loved seeing it because I was like, honestly, Emily wearing this pink and blue outfit is a better determiner of where we're at in the year than anything that they've said. Right? We know it's spring because she's wearing a spring cardigan. <laughs> like, You know what? I actually you, looked this up. By the way, Help Wanted, our last episode, the original air date was May 10th or something. Okay. Um, okay. So, yeah, it is spring. It's definitely spring. Well, and I'm thinking yeah. Lorelai's graduation would either be a winter graduation or a spring graduation. It would... It would yeah. Be in between. It would be. It makes sense if it's yeah. spring. So Rory is here on very official business. She is. I mean, she's essentially like a little boss baby. She comes in. There's a beautiful tea set up, and she's immediately just like, "Hold the tea. We're doing business." <laughs> <laughs> we we see Rory act like this a couple of times in the series, yeah. and it makes me giggle kind of every time because it's like. I'm here on a mission. I have things to say, and you are going to listen. Yeah, and um, what's nice is that she asked for Emily and Richard, and Richard, like, sprinted over. Like, Which, yeah. to me, that just says that Richard did not plan his day accordingly and did not leave on time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, what it, it looks like, especially with Emily saying before, like, I love you here with no notice, I is know, that sweet. her grandparents love this girl. Yeah. And I think this is also a great way to show, like, how much happier Richard is with his new business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Because he's able to just run out and go see his favorite person in the world. Yeah. Like, if he was with his old business, he was always on the phone at dinner and having to run out. Now he can come home when he wants to. And I, lo- I love that for him. He even got really cranky at the end of it, too. Like, I could almost see if we, if Rory tried to do this when he was having, like, his battle with a company, he would have been like, I don't have time for this. Emily, you figure it out. Even for Rory, his favorite person in the world. So, like you said, it just shows how happy he is now with what he's doing. But, yeah, they sit down, um, and she's in business meeting mode, right? Mm -hmm. She even calls them Richard and Emily at one point. Yeah, which is very <laughs> it's funny. Weird. It's very <laughs> yeah. kid trying to be a grown up. Yes, but this is one of many times that we see Rory go to her grandparents 
directly against Lorelai's wishes. Mm-hmm. And it's always a toss-up of how it's going to shake out. I mean, she I invites them to the graduation. Toss-up. I feel like this is one of the few times it turns out well. Yeah. I could be remembering wrong or not thinking of times, but... I mean, it's an important night for Lorelai, for sure. It is. Right? And I, I feel like Rory lays it out very well. She's like, hey, here's what's happening. But this needs to be a happy time. This needs to be a happy event. And if you're not going to be happy, then just don't come. And I also, um, Rory's little ramble about her story about like how her mom missed her play or whatever. Um, I remember when I was in grammar school, so I would have been like, I don't know, fifth grade or something. Um, we had an honors program and I didn't tell anyone. So like Aww. everyone, like when they got their like honor, uh, good job on doing this or whatever would get like so much applause and like the family yelling. And then like, it came to me and like, no one, like, it was just like Aww. light applause, but like no one cheered for me. And I was just like, oh, I should have told someone. So yeah. worry says preschool, right? Kindergarten. Yeah. She Kindergarten. was really Okay. Um, I have to say, because my daughter is finishing up her first year of preschool, it's not up to the child to tell the parents anything. There are forms, there are papers, That's there fair. are everything. Yeah. Like, yeah, I was in fifth grade. That's much older than a child, yeah. a little baby. I I will say, and because I think you guys will get a, a kick out of this, um, and when I was in preschool, we had a um, we had a recital where everybody had like little drumsticks and we like hit the drumsticks together to make like a little sound and had like a pattern to it. I got up on stage with my class and I turned around. I spent the entire thing with my butt to the audience and like I don't remember it at all but my mom loves to tell the story. She's like I was giggling the whole time because you were the only person that was not facing the audience. I was like my daughter won't have that issue. Well Rory does like you do see a bit of Emily come through of like why isn't Lorelai telling us herself Mm -hmm. kind of thing and Rory has to admit you know this is um me going behind her back and can you not tell her and I'm just like Rory you realize she's gonna find out when they're there I feel like it was more Rory saying like if you're not gonna come don't mention it like, mm-hmm. don't tell her yeah, that I, I told you if you're not going to come. Obviously, yeah. Lorelai will connect the dots if they show yeah. up. <laughs> so our next scene um, is a celebratory joyous one because Miss Lorelai Victoria Gilmore has completed business school. She has passed her exams and she is getting drunk. drunk <laughs> yeah, she's getting tipsy. Daughter. <laughs> she's having Mom margaritas. goals. Guys, when you graduated, did you get any life plan books? I no, don't remember. But I feel like that makes sense for, like, uh, community college classes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I could see that being something, right? Like, just like, hey, maybe you didn't get that kind of guidance counselor experience that you would have had in high school. Mm-hmm. Here, let us help you. See, here's my confusion. Community colleges, they even mention it later on. Like, you go for two years and then you transfer, right, to a bigger school. Mm -hmm. But Lorelai didn't do that. So is she just getting her associates? That's what I assume, yeah. yeah. Okay. That she was getting her associates and the the other two people that we meet were basically getting, like, gen ed classes or whatever out of the way before Mm -hmm. they transfer. So that they can transfer. 
Yeah. Well, I did not have a life plan book, but I did have a university life class. And um, basically there we learned how to balance our checkbooks and do this and do that. um, How to, you know, file our taxes and all this different stuff on our freshman year of college. I'm so jealous. I never got any of that at any point in my education. And that's the kind of stuff that, like, I really could have used. I vaguely remember one class that taught us how to, like, balance a checkbook. And at that point, that's the only skill that, like, nobody needs anymore. Because you, you don't have online banking. <laughs> yeah. Like, I've written, like, seven checks in my lifetime. And all of them were to landlords. <laughs> I know what those checks were and where they went. Most of the people that I would have to write checks to don't even accept checks anymore. So I have to go spend right. $5 at the stupid bank for a money order. Money order. I got more help out of my sixth grade home ec class that taught me how to make cookies. And so I never had home ec. Myself. I was a home ec teacher's assistant. Ooh. I was so good at the class that I went on to assist the class. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> the girls are celebrating mm-hmm. um, and, you know, learning about uh, Lorelai's future opportunities they talk about will kids get in the way of her future um and then the phone rings and Lorelai is of course partying drinking can't answer the phone so Rory gets it thank goodness right well I think imagine he would have just hung up he would have hung up but guys like a jump scare it's Jess yep yeah like every time I watch a scene it's just so funny how like it's like party at the Gilmore's and this little star, and then it's just New York. <laughs> like, yep, so, <laughs> such a transition. I love that Rory picks up the phone and she hears Jess, and she's like, "Oh, like yeah. it's such like you said, it's almost a jump scare. It's a surprise." Mm-hmm. Yeah, she thought Jess was never going to be in her life again. Like yeah, he's in New yeah. York. Why would they be? And I mean, he's gone. we also thought that as viewers, mm-hmm. right? Like. Jess, they get into the accident, he gets on a bus, then, you know, at the diner, she's like, is he okay? Are you sending his stuff back? And that's all. And we thought, okay, bye, Jess. Nope, Jess is still thinking about Rory enough that he calls her out of the blue. Long distance. It is. It is long distance. Long distance from a payphone. (laughs) Yeah, right. But I think the implication is that it's long distance between the two of them. They miss each other. Yeah. And, like, their conversation is not anything that's going to win any prizes. Like, it's literally, like, hi, hi. Like, Yeah, it's that a little bit of small talk, and that's mm-hmm. kind of it. We find out that he likes to go to Washington Square Park instead of Central Park. Mm-hmm. And that's basically it. And, yeah, that's that conversation between Rory and Jess. Just a small little thing. Rory does kind of... bland. Yeah, she does kind of lie to Lorelai. Mm-hmm. Like she doesn't, she doesn't tell her that it's Jess. She just says, "Oh, music! I have to go to my room." Yeah, but then they hang up after the phone call, and she kind of like falls backwards, puts the phone against her chest. Like it's such like a pining kind mm-hmm. of pose. I feel like I, I definitely think, especially towards the end of the episode, we cannot deny it anymore. Rory has a crush on Jess. Even though she denies it herself, no. but we'll get there. So yes, we've had the phone call, we've had the margaritas, and it's the next morning. Well, it's, it's the, the morning, morning of, of graduation. Yeah. It must be Thursday. I actually really love this because Lorelai doesn't know what to wear, and Rory has suddenly become like the fashionista that yeah. she is. Has always been in this show, right? 
It's really mm-hmm. cute, though, because, like, yeah. we don't see Lorelai, like, truly frazzled like this very often. And no. you can tell it just because she's so excited. And it's just really cute. Yeah. I really love, I mean, we'll talk about it, I'm sure, in fashion. But I actually love the dress that Rory picks out. And, like, yeah. the turquoise sweater and everything. I think it looks really cute on, on Lorelai. But Lorelai is also Lauren Graham and looks amazing. Yeah, looks amazing and everything. This is another one of those scenes where we get, like, the weird mother-daughter reverse dynamics. Mm-hmm. Where Rory is very much like kind of the mom in this situation, and they even joke, yeah. you know, I want to see my little graduate one more time. Um, but yeah, they've got a plan. Rory's going to be there at six o'clock, I think. You know, no later than six. Yeah, yeah, super excited to be there. Um, they also have one of the. I'll be remiss to not mention um, one of the most popular lines of the series. Of- oh yes. Well, we can always marry rich. I love that we always have that option. I would love to have that option. <laughs> right? <laughs> Don't tell my husband. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I think that is something um, about the show at the core of it is that that is a real thing. Is that at any point they have money. Like, yeah. It feels like such a joke that any pretty girl could say, but for them and their connections. 100% accurate. Mm-hmm. It's real. Yeah. It, it's literally, okay, Emily, set me up with somebody now. Yeah. That's all it would take. Yeah. And I mean, think about like who Rory hangs out with later on in life. Right. Like, <laughs> she doesn't Very just go well for rich. People. She goes yeah. for riches. Mega rich. <laughs> yeah. But we cut to Rory arriving in Chilton. And okay, guys, you can see the bus stop in the background, right? Did Paris meet Rory at the bus stop and then they walked together? I was wondering that. Kind of looks like it. Right? Which, this is definitely, uh, I think, Paris's version of, like, a girl talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is, I eviscerated the guidance counselor. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's obviously a very one-sided conversation. I think Rory gets 100%. two words and maybe. <laughs> well, I think that Rory is, like... She's far away from, like, she's, she's yeah. like, hundreds of miles away yeah. right now. I will say, I do think it was cool to see, like, the outside of Chilton. Because, like, we mm-hmm. see the courtyard. We see the the gardens and stuff like that. But we never see, like, the street view of Chilton. And just, like, kids that, admittedly, Emily has pulled up the episode and the guy in the headphones looks like he could be 35 <laughs> years old. He probably, um, is. he probably is. But it is nice to see a bunch of, like, you know, kids just hanging out it, at it school reminds before you. School. It reminds you that Chilton is actually in Hartford in a city. Like, I feel like every Mm -hmm. scene, there's just always a bunch of trees everywhere. So it feels like it's kind of tucked away in the woods or something. That's absolutely not the case. Well, as they're walking, um, Paris is going on and on, right? She goes in. Rory does not go in. Rory turns around and... To the viewer, right now, we have no idea where she goes, but she just turns around and starts to leave school. She skips school. Rory Gilmore skips school. Is anybody else just shocked that Paris does not turn around and be like, hey, come on, what are you doing? Like, I know Paris is, like, in her own little world, but she likes her sounding board. (laughs) Yeah. No, Paris is too, like, in her head right now about her own problems. That she doesn't even realize that she's not talking to anyone. Until it's too late, I would assume. It's still a mystery to us, the viewer, Mm -hmm. where she goes. Because we cut over to the inn, and Suki baked Lorelai a tassel hat cake. 
And it's so cute. It is really cute. And it is one of the uh, recipes that's in that Gilmore Girls cookbook. The new one that just came out. I did not attempt to bake it because it is quite a feat, and it is filled with chocolate-covered espresso beans, which are not my jam, but they are absolutely Lorelai's jam. Yes. Well, um, Lorelai had asked Suki for her graduation pictures, and Suki was (laughs) high during her graduation. But she didn't like it. She did it because of peer pressure, which is so sad, first off. I'm almost kind of wondering if, like, if it's because of this experience that Suki doesn't like it. Probably. Like, maybe she wasn't different beforehand, but, you know, when the cool kid, whose name I can't remember, offers you a toke, you take a toke. But, I mean, during your graduation? Around your parents? Oh, my God. I would be so terrified. (laughs) Right? There are better times. Do it afterwards. One of the pictures that Suki shows is that flanked by her parents, right? The traditional, Mm -hmm. like, your mom and dad... While you're in your gown and like, it's not mentioned in the scene. No one says like Emily and Richard kind of thing. But you can see Lorelai just looking at these pictures. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we also get like a brief discussion of Michelle's graduation. Mm -hmm. Very French. Um, Always dignified and elegant as any French. Yeah. I like how chill he is here. Like they're friends here in the scene. We don't get many of like, usually it's Suki being mean to to Michelle. Especially last episode. Yeah. yeah. Was Wasn't it just, awful. like, Lorelai harassing Michelle yeah. at the Hungry Diner? But, yes, Michelle is being chill, but it also turns out he's not really doing his job because oh, yeah. who's on the phone? But everybody's favorite kind of here right now dad, Chris. Right. You know, even as a joke, I don't, I don't like that. No, but he's kind of everybody's favorite dad right now. He's showing up when he needs to show up, and he's sending nice handmade, handpicked gift baskets. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, look at this. This is such a intricate flowers wrapped ribbon around the handle. Like, this is a... I could not make this basket. It's really beautiful, and it has a lot of things. Um, And they're all very thoughtful. Yeah. Yeah. Like you think I Sherry really helped. Well, I don't know because we'll get to Sherry in an episode or two. But like, this is such a thoughtful gift, and it makes me mad that Chris sucks because <laughs> like this is really him recreating that graduation experience that a lot of people have in high school, right? Yeah. Like everybody gives you the baskets, or they give you presents, and they give you uh, what color is your parachute? You know, like. These are traditional things, and Lorelai didn't have them, and Chris is helping her have this experience, and it's like, gosh, I wish I could like him. <laughs> I love the, oh, a $25 savings bond. Yeah, in 30 years, that'll be worth $45. <laughs> right? He's, it's so cute. It but is. it's Chris. <laughs> um, the one nice parallel, nice in that the writing is nice. Is um, the last time Lorelai and Chris were together, she called him Superman, and this time she he called her Superwoman. Oh right? yeah. Now, however, only one of those is true. <laughs> <laughs> but so, in addition to all these fun little graduation type gifts, he also gets her a pearl necklace. Yes, he does a real one, and it's real. Mm-hmm. So out of curiosity, I looked up a pearl necklace just to see how much, like, a single pearl would be. Um, 
Zales has them for like a hundred dollars, so like not as expensive as I would have thought. Could have been, ha- yeah, it could have been. But much worse. I mean, still, a hundred dollars is a hefty chunk of change to give to your ex-girlfriend, mother of your child, <laughs> when you're technically in a relationship with somebody else. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, they've been friends since they were kids. Yeah. So they always have that. Um, one thing I did like was that he included a disposable camera. Yes. Yes. Because you need those. Which comes in handy. Mm-hmm. Again, we will never defend Christopher, but this is a good moment for him. <laughs> this now, one scene. Moving yeah. on to their kid, Miss Rory Gilmore. Okay, guys. Are you guys ready for my New York rant? Please. Yeah, go for it. I okay. want it. So, uh, this is presumably 42nd Station? Street. No. Oh, okay. This would be Port Authority uh, bus okay. station. In on 42nd Street, which is Times Square. This is Times Square. This is the heart, the most touristy area. First off, that it does not look like that, right? That's not enough lights. Whatever. Secondly, everyone walking past there is a tourist on 42nd Street. <laughs> there are no real New Yorkers walking down 42nd Street, right? That's another thing. Okay, let's... Um, the, the servers going to or from their shift, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, now, for some reason, if this is actually Penn Station, which is, they don't have a bus station, so it I probably wouldn't trains, be. Right? It is trains, and it is subways. Um, it might be a little bit more believable, like the the background, right? There's less tourists there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's also on 32nd and 7, depending on which exit you exit from. Which means that Washington State Park is on the end of 5th, right? So if Penn Station's on 7th, she only has to go two avenues. And then she has to go about 40 blocks. I say, isn't Washington, <laughs> like, the south part of Manhattan? Mm-hmm. It's in lower Manhattan, in Greenwich Village, um, which would be roughly a 30-minute walk, right? Um it kind of looks like she's getting out of a taxi. Not really. She doesn't come out of the taxi. The taxi's behind her when she's walking forward. But, like, none of it makes sense. And also, the biggest problem with this, this is not Washington State Park. This is definitely a park in Burbank that they found. <laughs> and we're like, this is good enough. I could be completely wrong. I have been to Washington State Park, but it has been a hot minute. Isn't it bigger than oh, just, like, a city block that she yep. would just walk over and be like, oh, there he is. I mean, yep. the whole her finding. So Rory has gone to New York. Yes. And she just goes directly to the park that Jess mentioned in their phone call yesterday. Mm-hmm. And of course, there he is sitting on the first bench inside of the park reading a book. Like, she doesn't know where Jess lives. No, nope. she doesn't know Jess's phone number. Or she his has schedule. no way to contact him. So the like, stars that had to align for this particular instance right? to happen—completely unrealistic for a TV like, show, of course. But was her plan literally like, "I'm going to go Washington State Park, and if I can't find him, then I'm just going to sit on a bench until he shows up or until <laughs> I need to leave"? Honestly, I, I don't think she had a plan. She, I don't, yeah, I don't think she don't was think thinking. Yeah. And she just got real lucky. Oh my gosh. Well, she's Rory Gilmore. <laughs> well. And to his credit, maybe not to his credit, 
she just walks up behind him and says hi and he doesn't he's not he like, immediately recognizes her immediately like, what are you doing okay. here just like but- Okay. Let's be fair. When you're a teenager and you like somebody, they are always on your mind. Yeah, but so, like yeah. for her to show up and like like that that dot would be immediately connected of oh. You're but here. Like, okay. I hear you. But Emily, like say you were coming to New Jersey to visit, but I didn't know and you snuck up behind me and was just like, "Hi." I would be, be like, fair, "Sandra, what you the don't hell? have a crush on me." <laughs> I don't think. Nor my teenager. But um I don't know. I just, she's coming from states away. He doesn't even blink. He takes it, you know, he goes with the flow here. Yeah. Yeah. Which is very Jess. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah. I mean, they're cute. (laughs) I honestly like this is like every teenager's fantasy, right? Oh my God. That you have to move away and the girl you like just comes on a bus. She just shows up. Just to see you. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the best day of Jess Mariano's life. <laughs> I agree. It has to be. Well, they immediately, like, they start walking around New York. Um, fa- the, the most fake New York I've ever seen in my life. I'm going <laughs> to stop with my New York hate. But but it's mostly, it's just so it's obvious. Not it's not New York hate. It's scene hate. It's, yeah. it's set hate. Yes. Yeah. It's that they're definitely filming California and pretending that this is New York. Like, I mean, this, this looks like Stars this, Hollow. It does. <laughs> yeah. It absolutely does. It looks like a backstreet on Stars Hollow somewhere. Not even a backstreet. It looks like one block over from the square. Right. That could be the, the drum store that Sophie runs. Like, yeah. Um, but they get hot dogs at yeah. Jess's favorite place where he eats every day, which I hate to be a downer. Um, but Jess has been shipped back to his mom, mm-hmm. who is, as far as we understand, a pretty neglectful parent. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Jess probably is eating at the hot dog cart every day. Because what are the chances that Liz is going to provide food for him? Yeah. That's a sad thought. It is. And so, real quick, on this hot dog cart, Sandra, correct me if you're wrong. Um, if I'm but my brother told me. <laughs> I'm sorry, Sandra. Correct me if I'm if Sandra. Correct me if I am wrong. Um, my brother told me at one point that all of the hot dog carts in New York City are supplied by Nathan's Hot Dogs. Um, it might be. I don't know for sure, but I do know that most of them are name brand. Like it's not yeah. just like a random. It doesn't say hot dog. It does say the name brand. Um, but they're really cheap. They're really cheap, and I gotta yeah. say, they are really good. Yeah, they are good. And, like, a mustard and sauerkraut is, like, a typical New York hot dog that's really good in New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Disgusting for me. I hate sauerkraut. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I've never had a New York hot dog. I think I would probably be pretty wigged out by buying a hot dog off the street, because mm-hmm. I'm a little suburb girl. But a Costco hot dog, $1.50 with a drink, I'm there. Oh, heck Yeah. Listen, there's no pretzel better than a New York pretzel on the sidewalk. On the like, it's so good. I and they do also a have nuts. Um, Jess, we have to get you to New York. Uh, one day, we'll one see. Day. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're just going through. Um, Jess likes Emily, the the little girl on her cast, and I'm mm-hmm. just like, oh, the potential for Lane and Jess to have been friends. Yeah. Let's clarify, Emily the Strange, not Emily Gilmore. 
nor Emily, the co-host. <laughs> <laughs> no, she has added at least one more sticker to her cast, but we don't know what it is. It's just shiny and gold. I say there's there's two Emily, the strange stickers, and I just assume the gold sticker is a Luke Steiner sticker. Oh, <laughs> that'd be cute. Um, well, they start talking and it goes to Luke, the conversation. Like, Jess is just like, how's Luke? I, I don't even think That's he finishes so it. He can't, yeah, he yeah. can't say it out loud. He can't say, how's Luke? He just kind of starts and she knows. Mm-hmm. It's sweet. It is it sweet. Is. She definitely stumbles around, like, how she does whenever she has a crush on a boy. She doesn't know how to speak suddenly so that's a thing but like well she's cute about it but on that too like we did see the relationship between jess and luke growing and that they Mm -hmm. were you know having more and more respect for each other but i think this is the first time for me other than the end of the car accident episode that like you truly see jess respect and want to know hey is he okay like He's going kind of out of his way to check on Luke. Well, let's think also. This is the middle of a school day, right? Both of them are clearly skipping, and who mm-hmm. knows if Jess is even enrolled? Who at this knows point. if Jess is enrolled? Yeah. Um, he's eating at a hot dog stand every day, mm-hmm. and you kind of wonder if he's thinking, maybe I had it okay in Stars Hollow. Yeah. Yeah. This is a hard place for Jess to be, and so that makes Rory showing up, like, even sweeter to him. Right. Mm-hmm. And he's immediately in tour guide mode, although Rory insists that she is... A native? A native, like, yeah. Like, to the big be apple. a native, yeah, which she definitely can't. Guys, I would never go in my uniform to New York. That was just... That's just me. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's not a, uh, an outfit to wear in New York. I'm... To be fair, I... Is, and... Please correct me if I am wrong. Um, that there is a decent amount of uniformed high schools in yeah. New York City. Mm-hmm. That it's probably not uncommon to see teenagers walking around in their uniform. It definitely is after school hours. Mm-hmm. Well, this is the middle of the day, so exactly. she could be arrested yeah. for truancy. But like, yep. that's a different story. <laughs> like you said, Jess, Jess, other Jess, is tour guide mode, right? And he wants to show her this record store straight out of High Fidelity. Like, he mm-hmm. wants to share the spots that mean a lot to him. Yeah. To the girl that means a lot to him. And I love that they go to take the subway. And Jess says, it's 15 blocks, right? Guys, 15 blocks in New York City, you would walk. It would be like 40 blocks you would take the subway. Yeah. yeah. And Rory nah, has clearly not already taken the subway. Because she's hesitant to get on the subway. Yeah. Which means So she we walked. know that she must have walked. <laughs> Maybe at this point she's tired. I mean, it's I would be tired. Yeah. No, at this point she's just trying to be cool for Jess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we do jump back to uh, Hartford, mm-hmm. where the graduation is not. Yeah, because that's still happening. Underway. By the way, like Lorelai's still graduating today. Yeah. Yep. I. We'll talk about it. I'm sure. A series of weird decisions have been made, but. Lorelai shows up. She's like two hours early. She wants to get her cap and gown. And the guy there is not jazzed. He's done this. He said, what, seven years? years. But she's excited. 
Clearly she's excited. She got there two hours early to pick out her cap and gown. Which to get the non-stained version. Buy mine. I didn't have the option of wearing somebody else's old one. We had to rent ours. So we yes. paid to get them and then return. Yes. Yes. That's what we did. I have, I think, both mine and my partner's in our closet. So oh, really? if anybody needs one, black, got them. <laughs> no, ours were red. Ours were yellow. Bright Ooh. yellow. Yeah. Wow. It's not a flattering um, color for many people. But as uh, Lorelai is looking at the gowns and getting settled in, she hears footsteps out of the corner of her eye. She sees somebody walk past. And she just knows it's Emily. And Emily is here because she has a film crew to film it. She has a professional cameraman, Raul. I appreciate Emily at this point, though, because obviously she showed up early to try to get this set up before Lorelai would be there with her plan. So it's almost like she wanted to get there and get set up. So, like, by the time Lorelai found out that they were there, she wouldn't be allowed to, like, tell her to leave. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Lorelai immediately clocks. Rory told you. Right? Well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, She's so embarrassed. And I mean... I think if I was in that situation, I would also be really embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I think that this, like, Emily bringing a film crew, to me, that's immediately showing that this is important to her. Mm-hmm. Right? This is a moment she wants to document and have for the rest of her life. Lorelai doesn't see it that way. Lorelai just no. sees it as like, oh my gosh, she's here. I don't want her to be here. Oh my gosh, she's being so embarrassing. So... As a teenager, yes, I would be horribly, horribly embarrassed by this. Like, most, I'm the same age as Lorelai now, or at least within a year of her. Um, You guys are close. Now, I would just be like, oh, weird, but okay. And like, move on with my life. (laughs) It's your money. (laughs) Weird flex, but okay. (laughs) Um. Well, we go back to Rory and Jess, who are now in this record store, and um, I love all the mini moments between them, like the smiling, the smiles that they hide from mm-hmm. each other, um, the little flirting. They're so mm-hmm. cute together. Um, I love the store. Like, I'm a punk pop kid at heart. So, like, this would have been oh, my yeah. jam in high school. Well, it's so cool. <laughs> and I think it's so, like, stereotypical New York. You know, mm-hmm. from, like, an outsider. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, it's this super cool record store where there's this guy who's, like, this... He knows everything about music and... Um, well, real quick, I don't want to get too in-depth in it, but the proprietor of this record store is, in fact, a legendary blues magi- blues musician. His name... Oh, cool. Yeah, I... didn't I, know. For, it just... It stuck in my head. I was like, this has to be somebody. I don't know why, but I just, I feel like this mm-hmm. has to be somebody. Um, so I looked it up. His name is Chuck E. Weiss. He is from Colorado. Um, but he has, he's played with a lot of bands. He is a drummer as well, I believe. Um, but he does a mix of blues, beat, po- beat poetry, and rock and roll. Um, he unfortunately passed away last year in July from cancer. Um, but he was a huge, like, behind-the-scenes person in the music industry, um, specifically for blues and jazz. He was a songwriter as well. So just a fun cool. little shout-out to, to Chuck E. Weiss. 
It's so weird because, like, in in my head, the show is contemporary, mm-hmm. but then I remember it's actually twenty right? some yeah. years old. And I'm like, if people were older then, then they're definitely older now, mm-hmm. like kind of thing. Uh, well, cool. Um, I didn't even realize. So nice shout out to Chuck E. Weiss. So not Chuck E. Like Chuck Weiss. Shout out to Chuck. We'll get yeah. rid of the middle initial. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Yeah, but this is a really sweet moment for Jess and Rory. They're having a good time looking at music together. It Rory is. finds the perfect graduation gift for Lorelai because Lorelai's graduating in a matter of hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, okay, if she didn't have a present, when was she going right? to get the present? I mean, because like she was going to go straight to I the feel graduation. Like she could have gotten it later. Was the like dinner? The dinner, her present kind of thing. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's a four hour yeah, journey. So I should have looked because... this up earlier. I just Googled. So even saying the 7 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. is a two and a half hour drive. So assuming she didn't jump mm-hmm. onto a bus until I'd say eight or nine, it's probably close to noon by the time she gets there. Yeah. Then again, she did get an um, express. So she probably has like two or three hours mm-hmm. of hanging out before she yeah. has to leave. And that's assuming and, the well, buses go we'll where they're supposed to go. Yes. Um, I like their flirting. I like that he says, I'm a lucky mm-hmm. man. And then she goes off to like pay for the record and he smiles. Just, it's like, so but, like, cute. <laughs> it or is. you're in a relationship. And they look at each other. With not Jess. Ooh, yep. <laughs> not with Jess um, but they're actually at the bus station in the next scene and um, someone asks Rory for directions and they ask for 44th Street which makes me think this is Port Authority right because that's in 42nd mm-hmm. Google Street Google says the bus goes to Port Authority oh yeah it's Port Authority it has to be <laughs> no 100% option. so like <laughs> I'm just saying from a New Yorker or a person near New York watching this show it was very difficult for me <laughs> That is ASP all. is clearly not from New York. Or she just didn't care. <laughs> no. Either way, it's fine. He asked her, why'd you come? Why'd you come because here? Because you didn't say goodbye. And then they say goodbye. And as a viewer, you're thinking, Bye, Jess. okay, this is right? the end of Jess. Yeah, that would right? make sense. That would be poetic and beautiful, right? You didn't say goodbye, so I came here. Goodbye, goodbye. And then it's done, and this thing is gone and they would always forever be the one that got away exactly right and maybe in a couple seasons he would come back a little bit more refined a little bit more like you know in it good in the head and like oh my gosh can you imagine that like if they didn't have the actual get together in season three with the bad breakup where he runs and he just shows up later Mm -hmm. in like season five oh my god they could have been together forever um, and we go back to the graduation that is still mm-hmm. happening concurrently. And, okay, Lorelai's doing her makeup and, like, she sneezes and into the And doesn't turn mirror. her head. Like, that bothers me and so much. And there's so much chalk dust because she's... And then she gives it to someone yeah. else. <laughs> Honestly, everything with her classmates, I'm going to call them classmates because they're her graduating class... Yeah. Everything with her classmates feels like weird, weird and uncomfortable, and it's it feels 
So this is a show, right? This is a television show. But a lot of the time, Mm -hmm. the acting and everything makes things feel real, right? Everything that happens with these other classmates feels like theater or feels like a comedy show. It doesn't feel super Gilmore. So I will shout out to Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, and we'll talk about Seth later on. But like... Seth and the girl who doesn't have a name? (laughs) His name is Zach. Yeah, his name is Zach. I call him Seth (laughs) every time I watch this episode anyways. They're supposed to be 20. Like, the way he talks, he's going to community college because his parents couldn't afford to send him to a real college. Yeah. Sandra, I'm sure you'll mention this, so I hate to take it from you. Seth MacFarlane was born in the early 70s. That means he would have been... Roughly yeah. 30, if not closing in on 30 at this. And he, like, nothing against Seth MacFarlane, but he looks like he's 30. He doesn't mm-hmm. look like a 20-year-old graduating community college getting ready to go to Florida State or whatever. Yeah, and admittedly, the girlfriend, the, you know, the girl, she doesn't look especially young either. You know, if you told yeah. me that she and Lorelai were the same mm-hmm. age, I wouldn't be super surprised. Um, But they're, yeah. like the worst kind of couple that are, like, terrible to Mm -hmm. each other in public, which makes you wonder how they are in private, you know? And, well, she says they're breaking up. So in my head, I just, I tell myself to make myself feel better. I'm like, they were probably happy before they knew they had to split up to go to separate colleges. This, maybe this didn't turn toxic until they made the we're going to split up conversation. (laughs) Until they broke up? Potentially, yeah. But they are Well, either way... (laughs) Gosh, yeah. The girl invites Lorelai out to pizza, but Lorelai says no because her daughter's coming over and, you know, they're going to go out together because Rory, you know, has promised her to yeah, go out to, to dinner, dinner with her. Yay. Mm-hmm. But. <laughs> um, and then Seth comes back in and he's like, you won't believe what I just saw. Some woman um, with like a cameraman and like a sound person. I don't know even if that's this part, but like. He's like, I hate rich people. Like, I get it. You know, I'm not, I'm not rich. I've never been rich. <laughs> I have no, I don't think I'll ever be rich. But these kids hate rich people. They are like the eat the rich yeah. kind of people. Right? I mean, I feel it. <laughs> I feel it. I don't think if I was at a graduation ceremony and I saw somebody setting up like a camera crew and stuff, I would start walking around spouting how much I hate the rich people. Like, it's just a weird, aggressive thing. Yeah. If I saw that, I would think, oh, the community college bought someone. Yeah. I think my high school did that, that you could buy, like, a copy of the graduation ceremony. Yeah. What we see Mm -hmm. of Emily, it doesn't seem like Emily is, like, really be, she's not super in the way. Like, she got there two hours early to set up. Clearly, she's trying to do this in a way that it's not, like getting in the way of other people's experience invasive to be fair raul has like 10 cases with him he's yes. clearly taking up a lot of space <laughs> and also when they actually have the ceremony and they're actually filming i think that they like they are invasive. Weirdly so invasive. Many yeah. boundaries but yeah no seth hates emily and lorelei automatically mm-hmm. feels like oh my god i can't let them know who i am <laughs> Um, And we cut back to Rory, who is still at Port Authority, still there, and she goes over to the bus driver. Mm -hmm. 
Yes. And he's like, well, there's been an accident. The interstate is closed. I don't know where we're going to go. I hope it's before dinner. By the way, by the way, interstate is a Californian term. We use highway or turnpike. Just a Uh, You know, I do have a question for you. We'll get away from the interstate. Um, Do, does the highway ever like truly close down around you like has there is there ever accidents i mean i'm sure there are from time to time but like where we're at it's going down like one lane or something it's never like truly shut down very often no and then especially (laughs) there's also the only time that like you couldn't get from new york to new jersey is if the holland or lincoln tunnels are just there would be like a catastrophic accident that like people would know about. Yeah, right. I'm honestly surprised at how long it seems like Rory waits before asking about this. I personally like one of the factors of my anxiety. Like I have diagnosed anxiety, um, but like one of the factors is I have a really hard time. Uh, like if I was in the situation, knowing that Lorelai's graduation was happening later in the day. I am practically paralyzed for the day because I can't do anything that might jeopardize me being able to attend the function that I am planning. So the Mm -hmm. idea of like going somewhere Mm -hmm. before and then just like chilling on a bus and being like, huh, seems like we haven't moved yet. Couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. I mean, to be fair, it could have only been like 20 minutes before she finally got up and said something. I mean... In my mind, like, it looks like it's dark. Like, they're the buses. They're inside somewhere. They're, you know, you don't have the sun shining in or whatever. Listen, guys, we're going to talk about Rory's um, behavior, let's say. However, I don't fault her for skipping school. Yeah. I don't fault her for going to New York. I mean, you should have told someone because you're going to a dangerous city by yourself and you're a young girl. Defenseless, kind of. Um. Just why on Lorelai's graduation day? Of all the days. It feels like peak impulsive teenager. Nothing bad can ever happen to me. Mm -hmm. Like you feel invincible. At least me. I know a lot of my friends like you just you feel invincible as a teenager. Like, oh, it's never going to happen to me. Nothing Mm -hmm. bad's ever going to happen to me. And that's what this feels like. Nothing bad could happen. Guys, I've watched way too many (laughs) SVU episodes. (laughs) All that take place in New York. Uh. so i'm constantly like oh my god how did rory not die but she didn't she's just stuck on a bus yeah. and so we just keep popping back essentially between rory on the bus and lorelei's graduation and again they hate rich people <laughs> they really hate rich mm-hmm. people yes. suki comes suki in he looks and show up suki looks we'll so good <laughs> yeah but like um jackson, jackson got a too, suit as well yeah <laughs> Jackson did get a suit and it was 30% off. Thank you very much. It was for the wedding or for the engaged? For the wedding. Yeah. Yeah. That changes, right? Because he has to wear. I have issues, but that is in the next episode. We'll get to it. In the wedding episode. (laughs) We're not there yet. So many issues with that. Well, while uh, Seth is going off about rich people, um, because there's now a sound guy. A lady comes in with all the corsages in, of all the They're world all and like paid for. forces all of them. More light to pick one. Which, like, I mean, I guess I see that. Yes, there needed to be some kind of like visual element for somebody to bring into the room to show this girl's rich, right? Like that's the mm-hmm. point of the corsage mm-hmm. woman. 
corsages. Sure. I think that they're pretty outdated outside of, like, dances Prom. at this point. But also, I think they're, like, $15. Well, depends. Depends on where your florist is, right? Yeah. You can pay. I... And it is yeah. Emily Gilmore. I wish more than anything, because they're all already paid for, Lorelai would have been like, okay, I'll take this one. Who else wants one? Everybody? Yeah. Pick one out? Yeah. Take them. That's, That's totally also fair. totally what, like, Lorelai would do in a couple of seasons. When yeah. she's a little bit more sure of herself, like, yeah. she would totally do that. Well, Seth and, and girl. <laughs> I, does she have know, a name? We'll never know. They realize she's the rich girl, Lorelai. And then they go, um, we should have known. Look at look at the people that she's with, <laughs> pointing to Jackson and Suki. And Jackson's just like, hey, this pal, <laughs> this was 30% off. I love that that's his justification. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. By the way, where's Rory? She's still on the bus. Oh, she's running late. Yeah, she paged Lorelai that she's running late. And so Suki and Jackson mm-hmm. offer to sit in the back and save her a seat so she can, you know, have a seat with them when she gets there. Cool. Lorelai's not super jazzed about that idea, but she's rolling with it, right? She's graduating. She kind of has to do whatever she has to do. We cut back to Rory. Um, she quickly finds out that the bus she took earlier was an express and this is a local which means like every five minutes basically every stop Mm -hmm. so yeah poor rory is trapped on this bus that is making every single stop and she is trapped Mm -hmm. next to a man who has a spit can for his smokeless um he's super super gross gross. don't do it um and then we cut back to the graduation because it's all happening at Mm -hmm. the same time um they're calling out names and the cameraman i'm gonna say very invasively goes all the way up yeah. up the aisle to laura's light in her face aisle mm-hmm. like disorients her so much so that when other people stand she's like oh crap i and have we to got, stand like too. a little bit of background on raul and his qualifications he did like a gross documentary and that's what he screened for emily yeah. welcome um, to Scabland. <laughs> Something about the the way that this is filmed, it feels like all of those like VH1 MTV reality shows where the cameras are up mm-hmm. in people's faces and the lights are really bright and you can always see the boom mic. Um, but this very goofy moment should not detract from another blinking illness at moment of Lorelai looking out at her parents and they are visibly moved by this experience. They all like share this moment oh. emily is like her in tears hearing. yeah lorelei even seems richard scary looks and proud. richard right he looks like look at this magnificent woman in front of me kind of look and i'm so happy that was their reaction we don't have very many good moments between the three like moments this good between mm-hmm. the three of them this is just a pure mm-hmm unalterated happy moment of they are just so proud to see their daughter graduating it's so sweet it's so nice and i think everybody is probably tired of me saying it but like the acting from our senior gilmore's Mm -hmm. is so good ed herman is Mm -hmm. sitting there with essentially no expression on his face and yet it says everything and Kelly Bishop is, mm-hmm. she is the the troubled mother who has struggled with her adult daughter 
who is finally getting this thing that comes to fruition after so many years. It's like, it's heartbreaking and it's wonderful and it makes me like want to go back into acting, but I will never do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, after we find out Lorelai's middle name is Victoria, um, which is a beautiful middle name. Um, but we cut to the end of the graduation ceremony and Emily and Richard are immediately there. They go to her. Emily says congratulations, and it sounds so sincere. Yeah. It's such a beautiful moment between them. They take the photo with the disposable camera. Thank you, Chris. That's one of the few <laughs> times we can say that. <laughs> Emily walks away, and then and then Richard gives her a little graduation gift. Yeah, I a check it, for student. I find it very money. interesting that he waited for Emily to walk away. But yeah. I think that's kind of their relationship, right? That, or that's kind of Richard's mm-hmm. thing, too, because he's done that with Rory. Mm-hmm. You know, like, giving her a check as a surprise. Um, no, I just, I love that moment because it's another instance where Lorelai very authentically knee-jerk calls him daddy. I know. Mm-hmm. Every time we I get a daddy, <laughs> I'm just like... I want to cry. It's so sweet. And it really, this one shakes Richard, especially after the events of last episode Mm -hmm. with them being so close Mm -hmm. and working together and the kind of drama that happened. Mm -hmm. Like, he, they really do love each other. There's a lot of drama and a lot of trauma, Mm -hmm. but there's a lot of love there too. Mm -hmm. Yes. But I think a lot of respect is growing. Yes. So like, I think at the start of this series... I'm going to say Richard really didn't have much respect for Lorelai. I don't think either of them had any respect for Lorelai. No. Well, yeah. But especially in in Richard, we can see it has grown a lot. Emily and Lorelai are always going to have a very tumultuous Mm -hmm. relationship, unfortunately. But, like, you can see the series we don't talk about, (laughs) A Year in the Life, um, where she gets to that moment. Of, like, she has nothing positive to say about her dad, right? And she can only remember something much later on. It's like, how many of these moments does she have with her dad? You know, I personally don't have, didn't have the best relationship with my father. So, like, seeing these scenes are just, like, you know, this this episode makes me cry sometimes. Oh, I always tear up when it goes to Richard and Emily looking at her Mm -hmm. up on the stage. But they're so proud of her, and... Suki and Jackson are also so mm-hmm. proud. Hey, By the way, where's Rory? She called. Suki answered. She got hung up on something or other. And she's not there. She's okay. But, but she'll meet her at home. Not mm-hmm. there. Suki and Jackson even invite her out. And Lorelai's like, no, I want to go home mm-hmm. to Rory. Um, we have a little funny interlude of Jackson finally understanding remembering the aspirants <laughs> yeah uh. um but really we move on to Lorelai arriving home and it is a five minute scene of Roy Gilmore breaking down yeah this is like I feel like this situation would be so hard as a parent mm-hmm. because in this instance like Rory has yes done something bad right she skipped school Without yeah. telling anybody where she was going. That's bad. That's something that you do not want your teenage daughter doing. Um, she is so hard on herself. But not only did she skip school. She skipped school to go to a 
a big city. Like, didn't tell anyone else. The the skipping school, I would be upset enough about. But, like, to find out she took mm-hmm. a two and a half hour bus ride into New York City by herself without any real for sure plans of meeting the person that she wants to see there. Like, And, I mean... I would buried be, the lead of, also, it was Jess. The person I is Jess. I would be freaking out so much more about the trip into New York City. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't want to complain to Lore- about Lorelai in this situation, but, and I can only assume there is a, a bigger conversation had later, but, like, she kind of glosses over the whole thing and just kind of lets Rory have her rant. Well, I don't think she can even put a, yeah. a word in. Like, Rory is going off. Guys, I have to ask, do you think Rory's manipulating the situation here? Unintentionally, but yes. Unintentionally, mm-hmm. but, like, I mean, that's kind of what I was getting at with how do you punish a kid that is already punishing themselves to the point where they say, no more breathing, yeah. you know? Like, and of mm-hmm. course, it's, what, hyperbole, but, like, she is ready to no, give up Rory's really, everything yeah. because she feels so awful about what happened. As she should be. Yeah. She should be. But guys, she's a teenager yeah. and she made a stupid mistake and she picked the worst mm-hmm. day to go and she shouldn't have gone on her graduation mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. Right? We all agree that with yeah. that. Big time. But this is the worst thing that Rory's done yes. so far is skip one day of school to see a boy she likes in New <laughs> When York she City. has a boyfriend yes. who is not that boy. When she already has a boyfriend who Lorelai loves. Which, I mean, I think, yes, there's a lot of, like, stuff that is said in this five-minute rant, but the biggest takeaway for me from, from the end of this episode is Lorelai finally saying, are you falling for Jess or it seems like you're falling for Jess? She straight up says, you are falling for Jess. And Rory goes into this, like, no, I love Dean forever. Like, he we're never going to break up. We're together. Girl. Lorelai <laughs> had such a great time at her graduation, even without Rory being there. She has such, like, a connecting moment between her parents. I don't want to harbor on her for this. But at the same time, Rory just basically yells, no, I don't want to talk about this. The only thing I want to talk about is what I'm going to do to punish myself. I really, really, really once again wish that Lorelai would have been like, Rory, what you are doing is not fair. What you mm-hmm. just did is considered mm-hmm. cheating, whether you like it or not. So you need to make a decision on what you're going to do. And she kind of does, but then she lets Rory like well, gloss over and move on to, you know, more punishment. Well, she left the the Go-Go's album and, like, she doesn't even, like, you know, send her to bed without food. And Marley's just like, you know, I want to go out. Yeah. Well, I don't deserve that. But I do. Mm -hmm. And I love that. Right? Lorelai does. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) Like, she's taking away the celebration in order to punish herself. It's so bittersweet. Honestly, I know Alexis kind of gets, you know some crap here and there about not being the best actress. She does such a great job I think here. she killed it. She really yeah. does. And the hug between her and Lorelai at the end looks like a real hug because that's really like my mm-hmm. only big complaint with Alexis is she's such an awkward hugger. <laughs> but like, yeah. this feels like a <laughs> yeah. real mom-daughter hug of I am so sorry 
Yeah. And the way she says it is just, it's heartbreaking. Guys, I asked our audience how they feel about Rory, about her really, um, like, whether you liked Rory in this episode, right? Because on one hand, you have such a great Rory and Jess, Mm -hmm. you know, moments, Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, she hurts Lorelai so badly. And I'm actually pleasantly surprised by the yeah. results. So 18% say that this episode is my favorite, but I dislike her. Okay. 35% say they do not like her in this episode. She was incredibly selfish, especially towards Lorelai mm-hmm. and Dean. But 47%, so 50% basically, yes, they still like her. And this is one of my favorite Rory and Jess episodes. So, like, 50% don't and 50% do. Yeah, pretty even split. Um, It's pretty close. Yeah. And I feel like that makes sense. I think that it's easy, especially, like, we came from the Reddit, right? That's where we all met. Right. I think that the Reddit is incredibly critical of Rory. Yeah. Um, Negative, yeah. And negative towards Rory and I think it's easy because that's an easy place to consume a lot of Gilmore uh thought um but I think that general viewers Rory is a flawed protagonist Mm -hmm. but like we love her and right now she's a mixed up kid yeah I mean Rory definitely has her moments that I'm not a huge fan of but I don't have like an extreme overall hatred of her throughout the show i don't want to pie her yeah. in the face yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> this is we not don't a two pies moment <laughs> this is Mm-mm. she's a teenager she made a mistake again i don't know about you guys but as a teenager i felt invincible nothing could go wrong it wouldn't happen to me and that's kind of the way she acted in this episode of well everything will just work yeah. out great and i'll get back to the graduation in time and give this great record to my mom and we'll all everybody will be happy and it just didn't work out that way I gotta think, though, like, what if everything went right, right? She came home, she she saw the graduation, she gifted Lorelai the Go-Go's album. Lorelai would be like, get this? where'd you get this album? Well, the music store did just open up in town, so maybe she could lie, but <laughs> it doesn't yeah. seem like the right kind of place. Lying, yeah. I... Either way, Rory was set yeah. to fail in this episode. Yeah. Of her own doing, like, it's not anyone else's fault but her own but at the same time i can't hate her for it i did stupid shit when i was a kid we all do i do think that if we did not have such love for jess as what we all clearly do there would be very different opinions (laughs) like if she was gonna go visit in new york city Mm -mm, no no. what is this boy (laughs) stop it Honestly, I'm, like, getting really excited to get back into later seasons because I think it might be, I might be having, like, a little Logan moment. Um, We'll get to that much later, but, like, watching this and thinking about Jess and, like, really reviewing how I feel about Jess and the Jess-Rory relationship as an adult, I'm starting to feel different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we're going to have a very controversial episode next season. That is going to be rough for all of us because we like Jess and that's a horrible episode for Jess. And we're not going to be, you know, subtle about it. We're not going to be like, oh, but Jess did it. No, we're going to be honest about it. I think I I think I can speak for all three. But we're not there yet. Situation. (laughs) We're not there yet. He's still. Actually, we're at the end of the episode. (laughs) 
Was anybody awesome in this episode? <laughs> Lorelai. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was Lorelai. She she got her. Oh no, graduation. can we give it to Jackson? She, she completed this. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's fair. Uh Liff, give it a Suki for looking like a hot oh, yeah. babe. No, but this is this is a good <laughs> Lorelai episode. You know? She yeah. she kinda does everything right and mm-hmm. she worked hard. She deserves everything that she has gotten. And I think she also deserves Town Person of the Week. I do. Um, I do want to give a shout out to Emily and Richard, though. This is also a very good episode for them. Yes. Mm -hmm. Especially Emily, I think. Yeah. Um, But yeah, congratulations, Lorelai, on both graduating and also getting Town Person of the Week. Yeah. Interesting. This episode was so focused around the graduation, but we managed to have a little moment from, like, all of the major players. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Really great, we got, I feel like. We got the core four. We got All we were missing was Kirk. Mm-hmm. The friends. We got Chris. I mean, like, we a got Luke. Luke. Everybody yeah. was yeah. in it. <laughs> we, we did not have any Taylor with his cardigan. <laughs> and no, I think Jess no. is fine with that. <laughs> but we're not complaining no. about that, yeah. And after Town's Person of the Week, we have references with Sandra. Right. For today's references, we're going to focus on a place, a band, and surprise, surprise, a guest star. So first up, Washington Square Park. We kind of talked about it in the episode, but how it was definitely just filmed in Burbank. Um, But obviously, um, this is not Burbank. This is New York City. And it is a public park in lower Manhattan in the Greenwich uh, Village, which, by the way, when I was younger, every time I saw this word Greenwich, I would pronounce it Greenwich. Isn't that what it is? No, it's, it's Greenwich. It looks like Greenwich if you were to if you were to sound it out. Yes, um, this is where the Washington Square arches, like the very famous, yeah. like kind of similar to the Arc de Triomphe in France. Oh, that sounded that, very fancy, Jess. I took French for. Trois Monet. <laughs> so not very long. <laughs> um, there's also, there's like a bunch of statues and monuments in this park. Obviously, Washington is at the Washington Square Park. Um, as well as an Italian patriot, Giuseppe Giabaldi, Giabardi, who was the commander of the insurrectionist forces in Italy's struggle for unification. Why he's like monumented in this park, I don't really know. But there's also a statue of Alexander Lyman Hawley, who helped start the American steel industry. And he's actually the the reason um, he helped with the process for mass producing steel. So those are the men honored at the park. Washington, Giobardi, and Steel Guy. Sounds like a party. (laughs) But of course, other than statues and arches, it's, it's a park. Um, there's performers, poets, entertainers, like every day. This park has seen protests, including better working conditions after the Triangle Shirt Waste Factory fire, and um, also women's suffrage. Um, Obama held a rally in 2007, back when he was still a candidate, and over 20,000 people showed. Wow. 
Throughout the century, many people have made this place their spot. Mark Twain, Buddy, Buddy Holly, like you name it, they're probably there. Not to mention this park has also been seen in many films and shows, but like the actual park, not the set of it. Um, Law and Order, always there. Mrs. Maisel Love. actually films there quite oh. a bit. Um, and even as recently and famously in Avengers Infinity War, like when Tony is in the beginning in the park, that's Washington State Park. Yeah. Um, and yes, David Lee Roth, the lead singer of Van Halen, was busted there, along with 24 other people on drug charges in 1983, guys, for allegedly buying a $10 bag of weed. Yeah. Moment of silence. <laughs> um, <laughs> up next, we have a band, the Go-Go's. They are widely considered to be the most successful all-female rock band. Um, Charlotte Cathy. This is a wild ride, guys. Yeah? Be prepared. Yeah. Charlotte Cathy is on lead guitar. Uh, Gina Shock is on drums. Cathy Valentine is on bass guitar. Jane Wideland is on rhythm guitar. And, of course, Belinda Carlisle is on lead vocals so they formed in 1970 at the i'm sorry they formed at the end of 1970 their debut album beauty and the beat topped the billboard album charts um it was completely their own material they wrote the lyrics they wrote the music and they also played their own instruments um they have a couple well-known songs that broke mainstream our lips are sealed and we got the beat i think our lips were sealed R. Sealed was covered by Hillary and Haley Duff back in like the early That's 2000s. Oh my right? gosh, yes. Yeah. Um, so, although they were on the rise, including Grammy nominations and everything, they ended up disbanding in 1985. By 1990, they got back together for a benefit concert, and then they started releasing music again in 1994 until 1997 when one of the members, Shock, sued the rest of the group claiming she had not been properly paid for her contributions. Mm. The suit was resolved in 1999, and then they continued to tour together. All of them. Like, she stayed in the band. This is interesting. They stayed together until 2010, and they did a farewell tour, but they never farewelled. (laughs) Wait, how do you do a farewell tour and never farewell? They continued the tour for three years. Until 2013, when... Valentine, one of the um, band members, left, citing irreconcilable differences. Um, She also sued the group. So they get sued. The four of them, the rest of the four of them, continue until 2016. And they do their next farewell tour. And Valentine actually comes back for it. Right? And she does the New York show. After that second farewell tour... They came back in 2020 and announced another tour, a reunion tour that would include Valentine back as one of the fifth member. Wow. Unfortunately, COVID happened, so they had to reschedule the tour. But um, go catch the Go-Go's before they disappear again or sue one another. Yeah, they'll probably come back, it sounds like. Uh, yeah, they'll probably come back anyways. Um, but last but not least, we have a guest star. Seth MacFarlane, we obviously talked about him. Um, he's, of course, the creator of Family Guy, American Dad, The Ted Films, and Orville. 
He also voices a bunch of characters. Brian and... Oh, I forgot the baby's name. Stewie. Stewie. Uh, that's both by him. But I don't want to focus too much on that because I feel like that's pretty well known. However, I do want to mention, he's a really good singer. He's like, he does music in the vein of Frank Sinatra. Oh, wow. I think I mentioned it before, possibly. Mm-hmm. Or if I didn't say it, I read it. Um, he was vocally trained by the same vocal coach as Frank Sinatra. Yeah, he's like incredible. He's been nominated mm-hmm. for five different Grammys. I encourage you to find him on YouTube because he's kind of crazy. Watch Sing. Um, if you haven't, him. he plays Mike the Mouse oh. and sings yeah. my way. Okay. Um, but here's the reason why he was on Gilmore Girls in the first place. Because at this point, Family Guy was already a hit, right? Wasn't... I think I read that this episode came out the same year Family Guy was canceled. It might have been. Um, this episode came out in like 2003-ish, mm-hmm. um, which would have been like mid-Family Guy. Daniel Palladino was a producer and writer on Family Guy. Oh. Also, and Daniel Palladino is Amy Sherman Palladino's husband. Alex Borstein is the voice mm-hmm. of Lois the voice. on Family yep. Guy. Lots of connections. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of little connections between Gilmore Girls and Family Guy. Weirdly. <laughs> yeah. The shows don't exactly go hand in hand together. <laughs> Not quite. Um... But those were my references. So we took a trip to New York and we talked about the Go-Go's and we left it off with Seth MacFarlane. But that's it. That's all I have for me. Up next, we have a book with Emily. Books, movies, and music with Emily. Emily. Yeah, so for this book, we have, we really have one book in this episode as Rory gets to Washington State Park or what we are supposed to believe is Washington State or Washington Park um, Jess is reading on a bench he is reading the electric Kool-Aid acid test by Tom Wolfe cool it is a 1968 non-fiction book based on the experiences of Ken Kesey and his band of merry pranksters now, you might recognize Ken Kesey as the author of One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Uh, again, the book was released in 1968. It chronicles the acid tests, encounters with notable figures of the time, such as Hell's Angel, The Grateful Dead, and Allen Ginsberg, and also describes Kesey's exile to Mexico and his arrests. So it chronicles the adventures. First of all, I am absolutely amazed that it's Ken Kesey and the merry pranksters. <laughs> like, is this Robin Hood and his merry men is what it sounds like to me? It's like the marauders from Harry Potter. But anyway, the book has been described as faithful and essential in depicting the roots and growth of the hippie movement. It is a new journalism literary style, uh, seems to have elicited either fascination or incredu- incredulity. Incredulity? Incredulous? Uh, incredulity. Yeah, that. By its audience. I can't say it. <laughs> Honestly, Kim Kesey's life sounds incredibly interesting. I would personally love to read this book. The So the cover that Jess has is not the cover that comes up when you like Google the book or what's on Wikipedia or anything. The cover on Wikipedia kind of reminds me of like the Beatles' Yellow Submarine era. Oh, yeah. Kind of a psychedelic, bright... Um, 
again, it is based on hippie movement. Ken Kesey considers himself like the link between the beat generation and the hip and of the fifties and the hippies of the sixties. Very interesting. I do plan to read at this one point. I hate that I have not read it yet, um, but that is what Jess is reading at Washington Park when Rory magically finds him <laughs> in an unbelievable way. <laughs> so what you're telling me is that Jess has a type of book that he likes to read. A little bit. I can see that. <laughs> but after that, we have Fashion with Jess. Making fashion choices, making fashion choices, making fashion choices with Jess. Yes, this is an exciting fashion episode. I think whenever we have like an outfit that is specifically called out, I think that's always exciting. And of course, in this episode, we have the graduation outfit that Lorelai wears. Um, but I'm actually going to do a couple of fashion references before I get into my best and worst. Cool. Because there were a couple of shirts in this episode. I always try to look up shirts when graphic shirt like t-shirts are on. Um, Ooh, Jess's shirt? Yeah, so I looked up Jess's shirt, and I looked up um, Lorelai's shirt when she's having the margaritas. So, Jess's shirt says Hardcore Kid on it. But Hardcore is spelled with a K, right? Yes. So, his shirt says Hardcore Kid 2002 No Mercy Tour, um, and it has a skull and crossbones. And so I looked it up, and you have to look pretty hard. Um, what do you guys think this shirt is based on just what it is? I mean, this is tour, tour merch, right? Yeah. But a tour like of what? Merch? A music group? I assume yeah. Hardcore Kid would be a rapper of some kind because Kid is spelled with two Ds. Um, however, it does say coming to a town near you on the front of it, which that just feels like graphic tea. That well, feels like it's not real. <laughs> it. I don't know if that actual merch is real, but it is for a man named Aaron Aguilera, who is a professional wrestler. And related to Christina. I don't know, but he is currently 45 years old, and Hardcore Kid was one of his many ring names alongside Conquistador Uno. Jesus. So this is like if he was wearing like triple triple H. Yeah. So Jess is maybe a wrestling kid, which I thought was a little fun. I thought that, you know, a little extra Jess background. He was Um, WWE. I never knew that in a million years. I never would have guessed. Hardcore kid, not not Jess. Jess was not WWE. (laughs) No. No. So yeah, hardcore kid, it's a reference to a wrestler. It is a wrestler. Um, so it's not a band because I originally was like, oh yeah, it's gotta be some metal band. Nope. I mean, to be fair for Jess, that would be my first thought would be a band. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But nope, he's into wrestling or he maybe wears wrestling merch unironically or maybe ironically. Every time I see Jess in this shirt though, all I can think of is, wow, that shirt is really clean. It is. It's an incredibly white, it's a white and red baseball style tee. Um, but it is crisp. So He's Crisp. he's doing some laundry, this boy. I assume <laughs> Jess does his own laundry. Oh, probably. Um, and then the other shirt that I wanted to bring up as a reference is the one that Lorelai is wearing when she's drinking margaritas, celebrating her completion of school. And it is a Madonna shirt. And I was excited Ooh. because a lot of the shirts we see Lorelai in, it's like a puppy or a kitten, and it's hard to pin down. But this is specifically 
um, merch for Madonna's Greatest Hits Volume 2, which came out around this time, canonically. And this shirt is actually really hard to find at this point. Um, The version that Lorelai's wearing is a sleeveless v-neck, but a regular black t-shirt version of this shirt sold this year for 80 pounds which uh, translates to like 140 more than yeah well over a hundred dollars yeah. so i could not find any hardcore kid merch so if this, maybe this is a one-of-a-kind shirt maybe this is amy's <laughs> favorite one-off wrestler um but um, my worst dress is actually Lorelai and Rory in the weird scene where they're talking to Dean. Rory's outfit is just, like, so blah and boring. She's got her brown pants again, which she's really into these brown pants. She's got this blue zip-up cardigan and a really high-necked blue polka dot t-shirt. And then Lorelai is wearing a baby blue with, I don't know, a butterfly, a bird, some kind of weird bedazzled thing a phoenix a phoenix i have no idea um her jeans are like my absolute least favorite jeans wash i just thought both of these outfits were blah the scene was blah they are my my worst dressed dean's looking like a snack in this so he gets a pass um (laughs) real quick before we go from that um i just set up to grab this but unfortunately it's in the car but don't worry she has to my mom has that exact sweatshirt oh the one that, that rory's, rory's wearing, wearing. <gasps> really yeah. it's the exact same one wow it's the same exact thing she has the blue one in the card this one's pink so basically rory's wearing the same sweatshirt that an, a 60 year old woman is wearing <laughs> yeah it just I, I it just so blah and i understand it's just them like going about town let's talk about lorelei's graduation outfit because while i think it is cute it is not my best dressed moment so this is the outfit that rory has kind of picked out for her it's her turquoise and tan dress with her vintagey turquoise sweater over it um and she does wear it with some tan high heels i think it's cute i think it definitely is perfect for a graduation you want something that's going to be comfortable under your gown I understand figuring out I don't want to be too hot or too cold. Um, It didn't wow me. Maybe it's just the angle of how she is. But like the dress is cut in such a way that one of her boobs looks smaller than the other. Yeah, there's an asymmetrical opening. opening. Yeah. And it's it's almost like it's supposed to be like a keyhole opening. But it's off to one side. Yeah. And it and it and it curves to that side as well. Like it. It almost, from the bottom, starts in the middle and then just goes straight to her right. Yeah, and, like, the rose on one boob is bigger than the rose on the other boob, so it does make her look kind of disproportionate. I mean, I think she looks great in it. Yeah. Yeah, but brown was an early 2000s Oh, yeah. It was. Like, you wore brown a lot. Mm-hmm. I wore brown so much. At the graduation, I just want to shout out Richard and Emily. Come color-coordinated mm-hmm. with their black and red looks. It's just so cute. It's a subtle coordination. It makes it clear that they're together, which I love for them. And then my best dressed. Okay, so there was one honorable mention for best dressed, and that is the first outfit we see Lorelai in, in the cold open. It's just like, I wish we got more of it because it's such a hot look. 
So Lorelai has these red pants on that have some kind of like graphic embellishment in black. It looks like a flower. And then she's got a black camisole and a tight black fitted shirt that buttons up. It just like, it looks cool. It fits her well. It's like a super like sexy vibe. Um, so that was one of my favorite looks. I, I want to give a shout out as well. This scene of Lorelai and Rory standing and staring at Suki's house before they go in is one of the main like Netflix thumbnail images. It pops up oh, all the yeah, time. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. I really like that she styled her red pants with black and not with blue, with red, and white like she did last time. a solid color. <laughs> I'm pretty sure these are different red pants, which means Lorelai no has be, yeah. at least yeah. two pairs of the same red <laughs> pants. Um Hey Jess, if we don't pick the same person for best dress, I think we will. <laughs> I will hunt don't you fight. down. It's not Jackson. Yes. <laughs> no, my best dressed is Suki. Um, I yes. love Suki's outfit, and you guys know I have picked some wonky outfits to give Suki best dressed. This is hands down one of the most flattering looks I've seen on Suki, and it's great because. There's no ruffle. There's no mm-hmm. peplum. Mm-hmm. There's no tied cardigan. Pink like, feathers. It's a beautiful burgundy dress that skims over her body. It shows her curves. She's not mm-hmm. hiding anything. She just looks hot. But it's simple and it's fitting mm-hmm. and it fits her phenomenally. She looks amazing. And she's got a long purple cardigan over it. She's got hoop earrings. Her hair is done really simply. Like, this is a very scaled back, non-kooky Suki. But she looks incredible. She's got this little clutch purse with, like, cherries on it. I love this look. It is so pretty. I just, I I wish we saw more of this side of Suki's closet. Mm -hmm. You guys know I love, hate, that pink and purple monstrosity that she pulls out. But... (laughs) <laughs> this is so clean and chic, and I love it. So she is hands down my best dress of the episode. I agree. 100% agree, and we don't have to Yay. fight now, <laughs> so it's fine. But that was the fashion recap, and up next we have Stars Hollow Speaks. So we had a bunch of comments today about this episode in particular. You guys definitely had thoughts. We're going to start out real simple. See Renee? Said, Rory, what the? And then the emoji, the angry face emoji. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, yeah. Kind of feels like it. Ash um, said, so touching to see Lorelai's parents show up like that. And then like the little crying emojis mm-hmm. or like the, the big eyes. Um, and of all the days to go rogue, Rory, come on. And the eye roll. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Susanna said, Rory not being there means we get a powerful scene with the parents. So all in all, it works for me. I wonder if Luke should have been involved because he's been more pivotal in Lorelai's growth than Suki. That's a good point. We didn't even mention Luke. I mean, obviously they're in this fight. They're fighting right now, though. But it sucks that Luke wasn't at this graduation. And to be fair, they are close and they are good friends right now outside of the fight. But I'm not quite sure that they're at they're not that close yeah. i don't know like he goes to rory's graduation and i mean he cries at rory's graduation kind of thing but like 
He Is that because it's Rory? Yeah. He feels like secondary father figure to Rory. Whereas for mm-hmm. Lorelai, he feels like good friend, but maybe not that good. Yeah, yet. like if Babette and Patty and Maury were coming, I could see Luke being pulled into like a bigger townie group. Mm-hmm. But at this yeah. point, I don't know if he would come specifically. But I do like the idea of him coming because, I mean, we all know what eventually happens. <laughs> right. Um, And so Ellen says this is the worst rory moment of the show period worse than being a cheater or the other woman this is her mom her best friend and she can't even consider other people or put lorelei first ellen i love you girl but i'm gonna have to disagree i feel like rory has some uh some worse moments later on but i mean yeah it's a hot take i understand where you're coming from i'd say it's definitely not a good moment for rory yeah yeah definitely not Regardless, again, we it gets overshadowed by how much we yeah. all love Jess. Mm-hmm. Okay, after that, Garlisa, you had things to say, <laughs> and I love it, and I am here for it. So Lisa from Instagram messaged us she, uh, about this episode. She says this is one of my favorite episodes, if just for that moment between Lorelai and her parents right after she graduates. The pride and emotion visible in Emily and Richard's faces, the moment you see Lorelai realize and internalize it, so much said with no words spoken. I hate that Rory missed it, but I don't think the moment between Lorelai and her parents would have held as would have held as much power with Rory there also. And yeah. it's never even brought up, but I am sad Luke was missing it, missing from it. Maybe not the graduation itself, but a celebratory Danish at the diner or something. He's there for so many big parts in Lorelai's life, and she has studied at the diner and asked him for business advice. Instead, we get Chris still in his super bad trying to weasel his way into Lorelai's life mode. Rory is more complicated this episode. She spends the first half building Lorelai up and then making sure her grandparents have the opportunity to attend the graduation. And while ditching school isn't the best decision, it's not that bad and she is a teenager trying to sort out messy feelings. Missing the graduation wasn't intentional and you can see the panic start to set in as she realizes her timing error. I'm going to be honest, I forgot about Dean until Lorelai brings... (laughs) (laughs) brings him up at the end so probably not super great on the girlfriend front although Rory and Jess were friends and he did leave abruptly after a semi-traumatic accident I do like that Lorelai finally seems to be coming to terms with the Rory and Jess situation and says Rory may like Jess with less judgment with less judgment than we've seen in the past so yeah I guess lots of feelings on this one I think we agree with most of them Lisa yeah I I mean like we said with Luke, um, that is a good point. She has asked him for help with the business stuff. Yeah. So, like, he is connected in some way. But, like, they're just in a fight. And, unfortunately, that happens in real life. Mm-hmm. Like, big moments don't stop just because you're in a fight. Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, it would have been nice to see Luke there. I'm not necessarily surprised he's not there even outside of the fight happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it would have been nice if he was there. Either way, thank you so much, Lisa, yes. Gosh, yes. for your big comment. <laughs> I love it. Um, we also got a message from Gabriella, who replied to our story. And she said, why, why, why must Rory mess up every time Laura has some bi- something big going on? Just like with the termites incident, Lorelai specifically said not to mention anything to her parents, and Rory immediately says something. 
and Rory could have picked literally any other day to skip school and go after Jess, but she had to do it on Lorelai's graduation day. I hate it. Rory got Laura excited on how much of a big deal the ceremony is, and she isn't there. Sure, she's guilty for missing it, but it still hurt Lorelai not having her there. The only thing that saves this episode is Richard and Emily's reaction to Laura getting the diploma. Yeah, I mean, that all tracks, absolutely. Um, Like, even if she'd gone, like, the Friday, right? The next day. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine Rory going to New York City on Friday and missing Friday night dinner Ooh. because she's stuck on the bus? That would have been juicy. You want feel drama, like, man. Yeah. But, like, I feel like people would be less hateful yeah. of her. Oh, totally. If that was the because case. Yeah. she wouldn't be hurting Lorelai that way. So, yeah. Thank you, yeah, Gabriella. Okay. Great, great message. Um, we do have one other comment that I want to bring up. And uh, it's throwing a little bit of shade at one of my co-hostesses. <laughs> oh, oh no. <laughs> um, so it's from our uh, incredible listener to Earth from Pluto who says, Okay, we need to discuss the fact that Sandra, <laughs> the person who seeked out other fans to do this podcast with, stopped watching Gilmore Girls when Laura and Chris tied the knot. Mind blown. Cry laughing emoji. <laughs> okay okay let me explain myself all right i didn't know this was a secret i was pretty sure i wrote this in my my thing as well but i watched live right so i was a little preteen teenager here's the thing i hated season seven the first time i tried to watch it so it was just kind of a thing of like it's hard to keep up with shows and why would i keep up with a show that i no longer really want to watch that being said, I know seasons one through th- four by heart. Like, I have seen it so many times. I have the, the DVDs. Now in the Netflix era, I should have theoretically <laughs> gone back to season seven and watched this. But now I'm like, well, I'll watch it for the podcast for the first time. There was also all of the drama that happened around season seven. Yes, production and writing. Yeah. So things definitely took a turn. However, I do think it is very funny that you have managed to avoid it for this long with it being as accessible on Netflix as it is. I mean, I know I know a lot of things that happen. I know a lot of the moments. But, like, I was in the moment when I remember back then there was a lot of controversy. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of um, anger. Yeah. Right? Towards... Amy leaving, but more that Amy's show was taken mm-hmm. over. I'm not going to lie, guys. When I watched this, I had absolutely no idea there was any controversy. Yeah. I when did not I was, know at all. When I was watching, I was, like, caught up by the final season. And, Sandra, I'm so excited for you to be able to experience the yeah, end of that last episode. I remember oh. vividly sitting on the carpet. I have watched and- Bon Voyage. I have seen it. I just remember vividly sitting on the carpet in front of the TV in my parents' house and bawling. Absolutely, like, ugly crying. I made everybody leave the room so that I could have my Gilmore (laughs) moment. (laughs) So I'm excited to get back to that. But we do forgive you, Sandra. Your Gilmore love, I think nobody should doubt that. You You did create this podcast. Thank you. Um, I find it hilarious. Like, 
there's so many times throughout your life like, oh, where were you when this happened? Like when 9-11 had happened and stuff like that. But if somebody be like, where were you when you watched the Gilmore series finale? Like, oh, well, I was in my dad's bedroom on the on his bed <laughs> watching the TV up against the wall. Like it like because it was hung from the ceiling. Like it's one of those like, I don't know why, but it's just such a memorable moment in my life. Like I remember very clearly watching the finale. Thank you to everyone who wrote in. Um, please keep doing so. Last week we heard an audio message because I got an audio message. Oh yeah, for help wanted guys. We're into audio messages. Maybe we will start doing Ooh. that for season three. Which, by the way, guys, we're one more episode to the finale. Yeah, we're really close. Uh, but thank you, guys. Uh, moving on to coffee now. La- Guys, coffee gets mentioned. Um, Rory makes coffee, but they don't drink it on there. Lorelai has one cup of coffee while uh, she's at the mm-hmm. inn. And that's pretty much it. Wow. Mm-hmm. Can we give a shout out to Rory and her little French press making coffee? Yeah, I thought that was that's interesting. That is, right? They're so specific about how they make their coffee. Like... They always make it in the coffee maker with a ton of coffee. But apparently mm-hmm. they could do it other ways. Good for her. Well, um, it does kind of crap on my theory, though, on coffee being high in the So and maybe episodes. we'll have to see how season finale goes. Um, but season yeah. episodes one and two had no coffee. Maybe the final that two will not really have much, if any, mm-hmm. coffee either. They do remember to mention it. Yeah, often, they do. So... Like Tell not still show. There. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's one of the show's favorite things. Well, guys, we're almost at the end of season two. This is one of my favorite seasons. Mm-hmm. There have been some episodes that weren't too great. There have been episodes that have been amazing. Um, I honestly really like this episode. Yeah. I've... Controversy <laughs> and all. Yeah. I have a love-hate relationship with it. Because, like, in the bottom, the back of my head, I'm like... Roy, girl, you have a boyfriend. Your mom's getting yeah. is graduating. What are you doing? Yeah. yeah. But then I'm right with you guys. Like I love Jess and I love the Rory and Jess <laughs> in this episode. Well, thank you everybody for listening. It seems like this may have been a longer episode. We had lots to talk about. Uh, as always, I was Jess. And I was Sandra. And I was Emily. We'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Town Meeting, a Gilmore Girls Rewatch podcast. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can do so on Instagram or Twitter at TownMeetingPod. Or if you'd like to send us an email, send it to TownMeetingPod at gmail.com. And if you'd like to toss us a couple bucks and support the podcast, find us on buymeacoffee.com slash TownMeeting.